What is forgiveness? What does it entail? Mark Twain said, forgiveness is the fragrance that the violet sheds on the heel that has crushed it. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, we must develop and maintain the capacity to forgive. He who is devoid of the power to forgive is devoid of the power to love. There is some good in the worst of us and some evil in the best of us. When we discover this, we are less prone to hate our enemies. Dr. Maya Angelou even said, you can't forgive without loving. And I don't mean sentimentality. I don't mean mush. I mean having enough courage to stand up and say, I forgive. I'm finished with it. Those are all really, really deep quotes, y'all. But really, honestly, truly, what is forgiveness? So many of us have been taught the ideal of forgiveness from the ears mouths, even hearts of people that don't understand it themselves. So many of us were taught that forgiveness is just letting something go and just stamping it, oh, I forgive you. But we still hold on to what happened and we still hold on to the resentment and the feelings and the negativity of the act of the wrongdoing. So many of us were taught these ideals as children by our parents or by society. And now that we're adults, we're trying to heal that inner child and reteach them what life is, especially forgiveness. That's something I'm going through right now. <laughs> hey, everybody. My name's Shanann, a.k.a. Nan. Back on my bullshit with the Shenanigans Podcast. Hey everybody, yes, it is Janan, back on my bullshit with the shenanigans podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know, I've been MIA for a while, been neglecting some things, uh, dropped some things here and there, and then disappear for a while, but I had to get me together, y'all. I've been having some things going on, but I'm happy to be back, happy to be sharing with you all. So, let's dive right in. What is Forgiveness. So, by definition, forgiveness is the action or process of forgiving or being forgiven. But let's take it a step further. So, I've been there for a while. And these last four years of my life have definitely flipped shit, turned it upside down. <laughs> it's been crazy. But I've been learning more and more things in therapy and just really digging deep. And I don't like it too much. But it's necessary for my growth. And really listening to that inner child and reteaching myself a lot of the shit that I thought was bad, you know. So, to take it a step further, I learned in therapy that forgiveness is a shift in thinking towards someone who has wronged you. It's a decision to let go. Mm. I'll read that again. It's a decision to let go of the desire for revenge and ill will toward the person place or thing who has wronged you mm. i'll take it a step further even say an event so let those words resonate forgiveness is a decision to let go Oof. Mm. my god <laughs> me letting go yeah that's crazy nope never happening it's like no but that's how i used to think letting go and detaching from something and not even detaching from how I feel. It's easy for me to do that. It's easy for many of us to do it. Many of us aren't present in the emotion 
we're just overthinking the situation and we can't detach from the situation. I know that's a serious problem that I have. You can do something to me 12 years ago and I will still hold on to that shit. But literally tell you, I forgive you. That's not forgiveness. And it's like, I feel bad for that because I know that just holding on to it is not doing you any harm. It's doing me harm. I know so many of us that do that as well. We will overthink ourselves into a headache and catastrophize and cling on to the thing that happened to us versus what we felt and what we experienced. Being mindful in that feeling. Being present in that feeling. Many of us don't want to feel that shit. Shit, I know I don't. (laughs) But letting go of the desire for revenge of those that hurt you. I'm going to tell you a quick story. Y'all know I'm the queen of telling stories. For those of you that have listened, if this is your first time, welcome. Here's my story time. (laughs) So for those of you that know, um, my children's father is not in the picture. Some things have transpired. But even before those things transpired, I remember him telling me that I wasn't going to be loved. Nobody would want somebody with two kids. But even... Deeper than that, he told me that it was going to be almost impossible graduating with two kids. His mother was nasty to me. And I'm just like, damn, damn. And I want a revenge, girl. But I'm not one of them, like, overly aggressive type of people wanting to fight. It's not me. Like, I get angry, but that's just not who I am. So I counterattacked everything he said. And with the counterattack, I literally just bossed up. Now I realize it was all feeding my ego. Oh, you said I couldn't do this? Let me get this degree real quick. Let me get this minor real quick. Let me graduate with 164 credits when I only needed 124 because I decided to stay and take a minor. Okay, let me boss up with this 4.0. Let me boss up, get three jobs a week after I graduate. Let me boss up and be on the salary when you weren't, yada, yada. It's like this narrative of just bossing up in revenge. To show him that I was better. To show him I didn't need him. And now, four years later, yes, I'm in grad school. Yes, I am a great mother, but I'm taking care of two almost six-year-olds on my own. Got to be careful what you say, right? And that revenge that I wanted isn't worth the peace that my children need just by having both parents there. Not in a relationship, but co-parenting effectively and putting that ego to the side like listen we created them and I can sit here and preach to the choir you know I'm always preaching to myself on this shit (laughs) but honestly just letting that revenge go revenge doesn't always have to look like you going bust a cap in somebody's ass or peel his muffin cap back blue (laughs) it really just means it's ego driven you wanting to one-up somebody out of revenge, but literally slapping the stamp that I forgive you, what is that? I could literally be fueling myself. We can be fueling ourselves, our core selves, and just elevating to where we are supposed to be. Get what I'm saying? And not seeking revenge at all. Because one thing I learned, me just not being in certain people's lives is revenge in itself. I ain't going out after doing anything crazy, wishing bad on people. Nah, I have done that when I was younger, especially a child. What? Whew. I don't even want to talk about the stuff that I said. But seeking revenge only showed that 
I was just as bad of a monster or emotionally immature or emotionally unintelligent as a person that did the wrongdoing. That was a word. I'm a little deep sometimes. <laughs> but also with forgiveness, we cannot forget. Now this, mm, this is something that I know so many of us have juggled with. And if you have juggled with this too, just nod your head. I, I feel you in spirit. So forgiving someone does not mean you forget. And this goes back to what I said. Not necessarily dwelling on the situation. No, that's not forgiveness. But not forgetting what happened. So, forgiveness is setting healthy boundaries. So, for example, I have a few friends that have wronged me before. And if I can forgive, quote unquote, I'm putting quotation marks in the air, a nigga for doing something dumb, just being a nigga. I can forgive my friend. But I will not forget what they did. And I will not forget who they are. So, prime example, let's say you have a friend that, um, hmm, everybody values friendship differently. So, this is a little tricky. But let's say you have a friend that you got in an argument with, right? And they hit below the belt and they do it constantly. Um, but you forgive them. And then y'all have a falling out again. And you throw right in their face, but you did da 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 nah. Don't even throw it in their face. If you forgive them, you accept who they are and you don't forget what happened and you place that boundary right there. I know for me, from my experience, when I place a boundary somewhere, especially when it comes to family dynamics, I'll tell you, I got into a big, huge fight with my older sister a few years back. And I was told that I'm excluding her or not really forgiving her because I don't want to be around her that often. And it's not that I don't want to be around my sister. I love my big sister. I'll go ham for my big sister. However, I will not forget what happened and the things that were said. Not because I'm holding on to it. It's not the same. Yes, I used to hold on to it, but now I remember very vividly what happened and now I know not to cross that boundary with myself because I will not trigger myself listen here it's it's me against me at this point in my life and it's not me against you but I would do any and everything to protect my mental health and my sanity that means not being around people that I know will drain me that means not forgetting what you did putting that in my back pocket people don't change they evolve. They adapt. Changing, like for example, let's say I do something to you, but I do that same thing with someone else and it doesn't bother them. I'm not going to change who I am or how I react with, or act with different people, so to say. I'm just going to adapt and develop a different way of interacting with you because I know that's your boundary. And if I value in my life, I'm just going to do what I need to do to keep you there. But I'm going to still do the same thing with everybody else because it doesn't bother them. It's not an ill intent. It's just adapting. It's adaptation. Literally, that's it. And I know for me, the 
adaptation and, you know, placing a boundary was always told to be wrong. Always. But people have to understand, I'm not budging when it comes to my boundaries. That is forgiveness in itself. Me placing a boundary because I know that we both might have crossed the line with one another at some point in time. If I place a boundary and you have an issue with it, you, nah, that's a reflection. You ain't no reflection to me. I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry, in a sense. Like, this is what I need to do to evolve. This is what I need to do to be okay. You need to do what you need to do to be okay. Which leads me to this. Forgiveness does not require reconnection. If you follow me on Instagram, I say it a lot. But I know, even with me saying it, it's very hard for me to really implement that. Forgiveness does not require reconnection. If you do not forget what this person did and you remember and you remember that feeling and were mindful of what that felt like versus just what happened. What did you feel when this person did whatever to you? Is it worth bringing them back? If you accept who this person is, that's a big part of forgiveness, acceptance. That's something I didn't understand. Accepting what has happened and how this person treated you. If you accepted that and you know that this person has not changed, will you want that back in your life? This is something that I juggle with a lot. I reconnect with friends, lovers, people that have really, parents, people that have really hurt me. And honestly, I can be transparent and say most of the time it's because I don't want to be alone. And that is my toxic trait. I got a lot of them pocketed in my back pocket, you know, that I'm not perfect, but I acknowledge that about myself. This ain't no psychology trip. This ain't no, you know, therapy session. Nigga, I need therapy. Hello? The healers need therapy the most, for real, for real. But I realized this about myself. I forgave, quote unquote, people because I didn't want to be alone. That was it. And now I'm hurting. And now... I have to heal certain things on my own because I decided to do something I wasn't ready for. Forgiveness does not require reconnection. If you do decide to reconnect with this person, don't forget what they did. You just set a boundary. And then setting that boundary frees yourself. But you can also forgive someone and not desire to reconnect at all. And that is your right. And that person can forgive you. There could be a plethora of people that you've done something to. And they can forgive you and they can still love you, but they cannot forget what happened, especially if you hurt them and crossed the boundary that was triggering to them. And they can move on effectively with their life with no malice or hate in their heart for you. They are just going to move on and live. It doesn't require a reconnection. So many of us, I know like with my family specifically, you know, you have to forgive and forget. Live and let live. Remember that show, Forgive and Forget? If y'all are around the same age as I am, not to disclose my age, I'm 21 again, mind your business. But there was a show on UPN, thriving for black people back in the day. We shouldn't shit. Be that as may. Forgive and forget, they had like this door. And. The host was like, I forgot her damn name. It was this black woman. And she the, she would present the situation to the audience. The guest 
would be in the chair saying like they did this, they did that. They spoke on a situation. There will be a person behind the door. They will be hearing all these things that this person is saying about the situation. And they will apologize if they were the ones that were wrong. So if they, the person that was behind the door would forgive the host, the, not the host, I'm sorry, the guest. And the host will open the door. If they decided to forgive, they would be right there. If they decided to forget, they would go backstage. And every time the person would forgive, you would hear, oh, yay! Woo! Yeah, the audience would just go crazy. And you would see the two people reconnect, hug, whether it was cheating, whether it was big sister, little sister had a fight, whether it was father, wasn't in the child's life, yada, yada. And then when they forget, though, baby, when they decided to forget, ooh, ooh, oh my God. <laughs> it was hilarious. I was like seven or eight watching the show. But now that I'm 30, don't disclose my age, y'all, mind your business. But now that I'm here at this point, You don't forget. You don't have to reconnect. I just made that up. Y'all can quote me. Make sure you patent it. I'm a patent it because ain't nobody stealing that. Forget. You don't have to reconnect. It is your right not to reconnect to somebody that has caused bodily harm to you. Sometimes it's just divine timing. You know, I take space from people now and I respect space as well because I am not perfect. And my mouth is crazy when I get mad. You know, and I'm thankful the pe- thankful, excuse me, for the people that have reconnected with me, that I've decided to reconnect with because I know this person's heart. I know that their intentions are clear and they are pure. Sometimes we're just high-headed people, you know, and I respect them and they respect me and we have finite boundaries and the anger is gone. But also with anger, let me say this. I learned that the anger is not complete until your needs are met. I'm going to say that again. Your anger is not complete until your needs are met. So, so many of us are angry. And I can say this about me. I'm either very passive or I'm either very aggressive. There is no in-between. I'm not passive-aggressive. I don't do the covert aggression not I'm either passive or I'm aggressive I thought that me being passive to the people that I loved and that I cared about would show them that I cared about them and I wouldn't want to go ape shit on them but me being passive honestly didn't get my needs met why because I was too afraid to communicate what my needs were and then my anger like boiled and festered at the pit of my stomach to the point where it was like a volcano. And instead of explosion, it was an implosion. And sometimes implosion the worst. So I, I, I can remember just being mad at one of my friends and not communicating with her that, yo, this has been bothering me. So it was just festering. It was boiling. It was boiling. It was boiling. It was boiling to the point where I almost like, I got so angry. And this is another thing. I hate being angry. It makes me anxious because I was told being angry is wrong. Having an attitude is wrong. I do shut down, but that is not effective. That's not getting my needs met. So I'm still going to be the fuck mad if my needs aren't met. My anger is not complete until my needs are met. That means I have to open my mouth and communicate. And not communicate like, ah, get the fuck out of here. No, 
people don't resonate with that. And if you like that kinky shit, if you, I mean, mm, sorry, that's me just being an asshole. But, like, I call it kinky shit because, like, say in a relationship, a nigga likes you getting mad, likes you getting all aggressive. That's toxic. I don't like doing that shit. But I should be like, no. When you do this, I feel dot, dot, dot. I feel this way when you dot, 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 dot. That doesn't blame. It doesn't point the finger. It literally takes your power back. Takes your power back. My needs need to be met one way or another. I need to communicate. And speaking of taking your power back, forgiveness is about you. It's not about the other person. For so long, I felt like it was for the other person, for their ego, for them not to feel guilty about stuff. It was literally for them, for them, for them. Do unto others as others do unto you kind of thing, right? And nah, that was all null and void. Forgiveness, I learned, is for me. It's the most selfish thing you can do. But yet, it is the most selfless thing you can do. You're letting go of that pain. You're taking that weight off of your shoulders. I guarantee it's been a lot of trauma in my life. But I guarantee those people are walking around freely. Because I was harboring onto the guilt. Not them. Them motherfuckers living their motherfucking life. Now... Their intuition, if they're, like, good people, you know, we, like Dr. Martin Luther King said in the beginning quote, we all have some good in us. And even the best of us have evil in us as well. Shit, I know I have it. So it's like, they're walking around free, living their life. No revenge, no nothing. They are living their lives. While I harbored onto that pain, that resentment, that guilt i harbored onto the guilt the guilt of them never saying sorry the guilt of them never giving me that closure that i needed from the situation because i didn't accept what happened i didn't accept how i felt either so now that i'm working on that i'm working on freeing myself because i deserve better and not feeling bad for wanting better either Forgiveness is for me. Yes, I'm going to be selfish. Yes, I'm going to say, nope, I forgive you because I don't want to hold this shit no more. I'm done with it. Done. Let it go. My daughter loves Frozen. I can't stand it. I think Moana is better, but I can't stand Moana either because they have played that shit to the ground. But one song I do like from Frozen is Let It Go. And... Just listening to it one day, like I I do these little weird, quirky things where I'm like, all right, God, I'm in the mood. I put my my uh, click on Apple Music and I put that shit on shuffle. Excuse me. And I remember one day I was like, God, what do I need to hear? And Frozen's Let It Go played. And I remember I just cried. And. I didn't understand why I was crying. I think I was just depressed anyway. But (laughs) I cried because the words were really profound and it was necessary for what I needed to hear at that moment in that space and that time. Let it go. Bag lady gets to me too. Child, when Erica said, you know, bag lady 
you gonna miss your bus. You can't hurry up because you got too much stuff. When they see you coming, niggas, they go running from you. It's true. Yes, they do. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. No, they don't. But they do. <laughs> and it's not because I'm not a great woman. I'm a great woman, but I harbor onto so much pain. I know so many of us that are great women for the women that are listening or even great men for the men that are listening. And we harbor onto so much pain and so much hurt that we just run or people run from us. We think that we're doing it running and the people run from us, but it's because we're not letting go of that baggage. We're not forgiving for us. Not for these people. Man, fuck these people. And I'm not saying it because I'm mad. I'm not mad at nobody, but it's just like, man, fuck these people. Fuck these people. Okay? You set that boundary and you let this shit go for you. People call you selfish because of that. Okay, fine. Cool. That's perfect. How about that? I- I'm fine with being selfish because I'm aware of that. And self-awareness doesn't make you selfish at all. You set a strong boundary. That is forgiveness. And forgiveness doesn't mean denying that the harm happened. And it doesn't mean that you have to put yourself in a position to be harmed again. That's exactly why I said forgiveness doesn't require reconnection. Because sometimes we are putting ourselves in harm's way by reconnecting with somebody. Sometimes we can reconnect with them when they're a little more mature and they understand that part of them. And yeah, they evolve. Sometimes we just got to separate ourselves because we don't need to keep putting ourselves through that. And this is me talking to myself because there are plenty of people that I need to keep this in mind for. I want everybody to say this with me. I need to genuinely forgive myself. I need to genuinely forgive myself. That's where it starts. The forgiveness of self. I know I harbor ones of guilt because I let certain people do certain things to me because I thought that it was required for me to reconnect with people and the same thing happened again and I'm learning the same lessons over and over and over again. (sighs) I have to accept my own mistakes and my own inadequacies in certain situations as well. This is the step that I need to forgive. Also, I had to learn that letting go is a beautiful thing. And in order for me to forgive, I got to let go. We got to let go. We got to work on not obsessing over situations, but being present in the moment and what we're feeling and tackle that, sit in it, be uncomfortable, but really let it go. Y'all, I'm still working on that. I don't know what this shit look like. I can't tell you. I literally am going through this right here. I'm deep in it. And it's like I'm, I don't know how to swim, but I'm, I'm kicking. You know, I'm, I'm trying to get to the surface. And I know so many of us are trying to get to the surface. It's been a lot of shit going on out here. A lot of shit going on out here. Whether it's this pandemic, people being fucking stupid, not wearing fucking masks. Y'all, can y'all just wear a fucking mask outside? Listen, you like it, I love you. You want COVID? I just talked to somebody that told me that they had tastelessness for three weeks and didn't get tested because they went to Atlanta. What? Mm-mm. I had to drink my water on that. Nope. Mind my business. But people aren't wearing masks, and I've lost three people to COVID. Three. I don't want to lose anymore. But... Yes, COVID, being stuck in the house, the 
surge of violence, especially in Philadelphia. I just had a whole... It turned into an argument because one thing I don't like, and this is just something I really got to let go of. I don't like it when people try to prove that I'm not right when I know I'm right. And yeah, so went left real quick. However, there's been a surge in violence in Philadelphia and crime is crime. Black on black crime, that term was coined by the media. I'm not saying that the act isn't true. But the act is definitely true. And uh, people, there's no regard for human life in Philadelphia. I'm not taking away from that at all. Whole motherfuckers accountable. My students are going through it right now because for those of you that don't know, I'm a teacher, 10th grade teacher in West Philly. Um, my students are going through it right now because they're losing people left and right. And they lost an icon to them that went to our school. So like we are like collectively, we are going through it because when my students hurt, I hurt. It's it, It's a lot. You know, the the racism in this country, the police brutality, it is a lot. So I know me, I harbor went to a lot of shit, but I got to forgive. And it starts with me. Whatever that looks like, I'm still trying to not to renege my forgiveness. Because as soon as somebody do something that's really them, I'm like, man, fuck you. I ain't fit. Nah, that's not nice. <laughs> that is not nice. That is not of God. I'm trying to be more in tune with him and not people, you know? Not necessarily not people, but, like, understanding that if I'm not right with him and I'm not right with myself, my core self, who he made me to be, I ain't going to be right with nobody. And for me, that starts with forgiveness. So, I'm going to leave you all with this. Maya Angelou said, it's one of the greatest gifts that you can give yourself to forgive forgive everybody y'all some shit has gone down we have gone through it but the only way out of what we're going through is through and this is part of it remember it does not require you to reconnect it does not require you to forget and it doesn't require you to keep watering dead plants i hope you enjoyed yourself today I'm your host, Shanann, a.k.a. Nan, back on my bullshit with the shenanigans. Thank you for tuning in.